0: welcome to the shine bright podcast i'm your host brianna castell my hope is that this podcast will be a place to encourage women to shine their lights brightly and authentically by unapologetically being who god called us to be you can expect to hear me talk about things like jesus how ghetto adulting is finances dating therapy and honestly everything in between my prayer is that each episode you will walk away feeling encouraged inspired and seen let's get into today's episode Hey, Fireflies, welcome to episode 30 in the season two finale of the Shine Bright podcast. I am your host, Brianna Castell, and as always, I want to thank you for tuning in. I cannot believe that tomorrow is Thanksgiving and that Christmas is basically a little over a month away. I can't believe that. 2020 is almost over, and I can't believe that 2020 has been the year that it has been, but alas, here we are. Okay, so before we get into our heart check for the week, I did want to give you guys a quick explanation for why there was not an episode last week. Uh, So basically, I thought I had COVID, and I was super stressed out about it. So what had happened was last Tuesday morning, I woke up and I had a little bit of a sore throat and a tiny cough, like nothing where like any phlegm was coming up, but like just a little bit like of a got to clear my throat. But the night before was the first night that I had put my heat on and usually like the day after I put my heat on, like, you know, it's just like very dry air. So I was like, well, maybe I have this stuffy nose and or I mean sore throat and cough because of that. So I was just like, you know what? It's probably nothing. I'm probably fine. So I went to the gym that morning and I've been working Well, I've been trying to start working out again early. And so I was up at like 530 for a six o'clock class and it's wintertime here in America for those that are here in America um, on the East Coast specifically. And I we were working out and for whatever reason, our coach had us run outside and it was like 38 degrees and he had us do a mile. I have not ran in months and I certainly have never run in the cold. So. We did this run the whole time. My nose is running and something told me that I shouldn't have run outside, but I was really trying not to make excuses for not working out. So I was like, let me just go. So nose was running the whole time and I noticed that my cough was getting worse. So when I got home, I like had zero energy and I had like the chills and my cough was getting worse. And I'm like, okay. so this could be the dry air. This could be the fact that I exercised outside or I could have COVID. So I worked from home that day and just stayed in the house and I, you know, drank some tea and I was like, you know, what, I should be fine. Like if it's just a dry air, I should bounce back. Well, I felt like I kept getting worse. Like and then all of a sudden, like midday, I got a headache and I usually don't get random headaches. Like I get headaches if it's going to rain, like when the uh, change in the temperature like that, Um, but never just randomly. So I was like, oh my goodness, headache, cough, sore throat. (laughs) I have Corona. (laughs) So I was really, really stressed about it. And I just didn't feel well. Um, and I was stressed for many reasons. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that my best friend, Nicole, got engaged. And so there was this whole big plan that we were concocting last weekend. Um, and I had, like, invited them over. She She's going to tell the story about the engagement in her blog post that will be dropping this week. So if you want to know, definitely make sure you follow her Instagram, or, yeah, her Instagram, the Nicole Webb, And she also has a TheNicoleWebb.com. But anyways, so... On Tuesday night, like, when I was trying to record, I kept trying to record, but I was just so, like, lethargic and just didn't feel well. And so I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to go get a COVID test because my friends are coming this weekend and Nicole's getting proposed to. So, like, I just, I need to make sure I'm healthy and I'm there. So that's why you guys did not get an episode last week. Thank goodness I got my COVID test. It came back negative. And so, yeah, here we are today. And yeah. That's why you guys didn't get an episode last week, but it's good to know that you guys missed me. I got some DMs and some messages like, "Uh, girl, what you doing? And I didn't want to like alarm anyone and be like, hey, I think I have COVID if I didn't know for sure. So that is why y'all didn't get an episode last week, but we back baby! season finale of episode two, I mean, season two, (laughs) episode 30, and we are going to get into a recap of 2020. How is your heart, sis? How is my heart? Mm, I don't know how my heart is this week. Honestly, with the holidays approaching and the COVID numbers continuing to increase, I'm just really feeling away. Uh, I, th- I think I had a moment this week where I was talking to God and I was just like, God, I'm just really upset with how COVID has literally thrown things out of whack this year. And for those of you that have been listening, you know that I moved from Indiana to New Jersey at the beginning of this year. And I moved back to Jersey basically after being depressed in Indiana for two years and sad about the fact that I was so far away from friends and family that I was missing small and big moments in my friend's life. Like last year, I missed weddings, bridal showers, bachelorette parties. Uh, house warmings, concerts with my friends, brunch dates. I missed my godson's birth by like a day or so because my flight got delayed, like so much. And I was really salty about it, like really salty about it, so much so that I was like, you know what? I'm moving back to Jersey so I can be there for my friends and my family. And so I was just so excited to come back here and get to do all the things that I had missed out on doing. And I was excited about being so close to New York. I'm in North Jersey, so I was ready to explore dope art museums, go to festivals, find new restaurants, all of that. And obviously this year has made none of that possible. And I think I'm just processing a bit of the bitterness about that. I feel like 2019 for me was such a hard year and I was really looking forward to 2020 being just a little bit of a breath of fresh air. And yeah, I I just remember being so excited when I moved back here in in January, and I just think I'm a little bit salty that I feel like I was robbed of that excitement because at this point, it's like, okay, I've almost been back in Jersey for a full year, so the excitement's not the same. And I do wanna say that I do realize that I'm speaking from a place of privilege with some of my sentiments because honestly speaking, my life has relatively remained untouched by COVID in some of the ways that it has drastically affected others lives like I'm grateful that I haven't experienced job loss fear of not being able to pay bills losing loved ones like I'm very grateful for those things Um, so I'm not um, looking past those things or overlooking those things but I've also realized that it in a because I was fearful of sounding ungrateful of all the ways that COVID has not affected me I think I've made I may have been trying to rush myself past the ways that COVID has actually altered some of my expectations for this year. So yeah, I think I'm just grieving that this year hasn't gone the way that I wanted to. And I I had plans to go to North Carolina for Thanksgiving, but I want to be responsible. And since the COVID numbers are going up, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to stay home. And that just has me annoyed that I just am not getting to travel like I wanted to, but God is still in control. No season can last forever. This too shall pass. So if you are finding yourself in a rut because of COVID numbers going up, especially with it getting dark so much earlier now with just like daylight saving time, I just wanna share two recommendations. Number one, and this one i'm not a doctor i'm this is not medical advice i'm just sharing something that's worked for me but a lot of people especially people of color most of us become vitamin d deficient in the winter time because there's just not as much sunlight and we just are not getting that vitamin really and low vitamin d can really affect your mood a lot and i didn't realize it but a friend of mine had recommended um me taking some vitamin d vitamins and it has really helped me and helped my mood overall so if you are vitamin d deficient definitely go to doctor to figure that out but um definitely vitamin d gummies has been very helpful for me and lastly i bought a happy light alarm clock so basically it is a sunlight simulator clock so it when the alarm is going off, it simulates like a sunrise. So say I set my alarm to go off at 710 7, at around like 645, the clock, will, the clock will start like this really deep red and it'll like shine in my room and then it'll eventually go to like an orange color and then progressively it'll get brighter. And then around 710 is when it'll be like full brightness, like a sunrise. And then my alarm will go off And so when I tell you that experience of waking up to a light has made a big difference in my wake up routine. So I definitely recommend getting one of those as well, especially if you're in a place that is super dark in the morning. I know for me, waking up to light has really uh, just helped my mood. And I have the Philips brand of the alarm clock. I can put a link in the show notes, Um, but definitely recommend that clock if you are looking for a better way to wake up in the morning. But anyways... That is how my heart is doing. Now it is your turn to check in. How is your heart? How are you feeling with the holidays coming up? And what do you need to do for self-care this week? Time to check in. How's your heart, sis? So starting off with the good of this year, because there definitely were good moments and things that I enjoyed about 2020. First things first, the fav- my favorite thing about this year is the fact that I spent this year in New Jersey. Even though I didn't get to do all the things that I wanted to do, listen, if your girl would have been trapped in Indiana during this pandemic, <laughs> it would have been rough. Like I get nauseous just thinking about the possibility because you guys have no idea how close I was to actually having been in Indiana. I moved, so just for backstory, I had moved to Indiana in March of 2018 and my company paid to relocate me there. And they have this relocation clause basically saying that you owe the company two years of time or else you have to pay them back for the money that they spent to move you and they spent a pretty penny moving me. So when I was considering leaving my company at the end of last year, like around November, December, I was originally thinking about waiting until March, which if y'all remember is when the world shut down because I didn't want to like have to pay them that money back. But I just fell in my spirit. Like I was like, girl, no, we have to go and When I got the job offer for the job in New Jersey, they were like, well, we need you to start in January. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and I'll be two months short of having made it to my two year mark. But in the end, God is good because I ended up finding out that the repayment was like prorated, meaning that each month that I did stay it basically took money off my balance. So I did 22 months instead of 24 months. So in the end, I ended up owing a much smaller fraction of than what I thought I was going to owe. So that was definitely a blessing. But yes, me being in Jersey, again, even though I was stuck in the house, I was close enough to family and friends. Like I got to see my parents several times. I got to see many of my friends. I didn't get to see all of them, but I got to see many of my friends. And even though I didn't get to do all of the grand things and me and my friends didn't get to go out and travel and go out to all these festivals, like I am so, so, so grateful from like the bottom of my heart that I was close to my support system during a really challenging year mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And so... As bad as this year was, I know that it could have been so much worse. And I'm just so grateful that God nudged me and led me and basically brought me back home at the time that he did because (laughs) child, y'all have no idea, no idea. Second good thing about this year is because everything was canceled and I've been in the house and not able to travel the world and do all of these elaborate things. I've been able to save money and your girl is going to be debt free by the end of 2020. I have two, a little over $2,000 left in student loan payments. And I know that if the world was open this year and I was able to go on many of the trips that I wanted to go on this year, I would not. Have paid as much down towards debt as I have this year, and then also because of uh, the coronavirus, we got the CARES Act, which was passed, which basically paused all interest being accrued on federal loans. Which those are the only type of loans that I have, so no interest was accruing this year. So financially, I was really able to set myself up, and I was I'm in a good spot starting. 2021 without debt and with a pretty good um savings cushion so that is something that i'm grateful for that came out of this year and a silver lining overall in the year now granted your girl did start spending a decent amount on takeout and things like that but i wasn't going to the movies like i usually did i wasn't um going out for people's birthdays celebrating it was just a lot less money spent And I was able to be a lot more reflective with my spending habits and, yeah, just with my coins. So I'm grateful for getting my money life together. As I think about my favorite moments this year, one of my absolute favorites that happened at the top of this year, literally right before everything shut down, was going to see the Hamilton musical in New York with one of my really good friends, Dina. So she happened to win these lottery tickets. And if you know Hamilton, well, let me back up. So Hamilton is a musical. It is all about the story of Alexander Hamilton, one of the founding fathers of the United States of America. And it's all like it's all the whole musical is hip hop and rap. So super dope. I've been obsessed with this musical since like 2015, 2016. I've seen it in... Chicago yeah I think yeah I saw it in Chicago in 2019 but Broadway obviously is a New York thing and so I always wanted to see it in New York but the tickets are so expensive so randomly Dina got these lottery tickets and it was like for a Friday showing like maybe like at seven or eight I think and usually people who win the lottery it's like Wednesday at noon, when it's like, okay, nobody can go. But no, she got these great tickets and we were in the second row. So it was so such a great experience. I love the musical, love the music, and just really enjoyed that weekend with her. And so, yeah, that was like a really bright spot in this year, getting to see Hamilton in New York before everything shut down. And I remember we were taking the subway in. And I remember being like, should we wear a mask? And then I was like, no, I don't want to wear a mask because I don't want to look silly on the subway. Yeah. (laughs) So we didn't wear a mask and there were people with masks on. But yeah, it was just like, just the idea of going out in public with a mask was like, oh, the shame, the embarrassment. And look at us now. Another really great moment and a highlight for me this year was getting to meet. Uh, Instagram friend, well, two Instagram friends in person. So if you guys remember episode five with KP Sparks trying to find Bay on Bumble, uh, that has been like one of the most listened to episodes of this podcast. But her and I talked about how we met through a mutual friend, met virtually. So we had never met in person. And we had just kind of been having a friendship or building a friendship through Instagram and texting and things like that. And So finally this summer, her and I and her cousin Chelsea got to meet. They invited me to come down to D.C. for the weekend, and we had so much fun, you guys, like Their personalities, you know, sometimes you see people on Instagram and you're like, is that who they really are in person or is this just for Instagram? Like, no, the personalities were actually even funnier in person. Like we just had such great time. So many laughs, took really cute pictures, played fun games. They were such lovely hosts. And I was just like in awe of like, wow, God, like this, these friendships, these new friendships that have budded were awesome. And to see the fruit of them and to get to meet them in person, just be like, oh, wow, it just felt like a gift. Like it felt like unwrapping a gift and like, wow, like these are these are my friends. And like they're this this awesome and this kind and this genuine. Like it just made me really excited for the future of those friendships. And when the world is not shut down, the things that we will get to do um, together and our friendship to continue to grow. So that was a really that was definitely a highlight and it was probably one of the few times I actually went out this year. If I remember correctly. Yeah. That was like maybe the second time since the pandemic that like I actually got dressed up and went out somewhere. So it was a very great weekend of just clearing my mind and getting to pretend like the pandemic wasn't happening. And then one of the last good things that I want to highlight from this year has been just the ability to be so focused and so introspective and reflective. I have had nothing but time, honestly, to dig into some business ideas that I've had. I launched my money mindset course, which is all about how I pay down my debt, how I handle my finances, etc., which is a lot of fun. I got a business coach to help me flush out some of my ideas. I started this podcast. I watched videos, took trainings, like so much stuff, opened to LLC. Like I really did a lot this year. And I feel like 2020 gave me the space and the time to stop and slow down and to flesh out some of these ideas. So yeah, being on episode 30, season two of this podcast that just last year was a dream for me to start and to see the response we are at. 8000 plus listens. We have a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts, which is amazing. Thank you guys all for the support. But yeah, that has been just beautiful like to to allow God to kind of just flush out or is flush out what I want to say, really the seeds that he had already planted in my heart for things that I had wanted to do and to watch those seeds bud and to grow has been a great part of this year just seeing the vision it's been a little scary but overall it has been good Uh, a few other things I've gotten to decorate my apartment and spend a lot of time on like DIY activities in the house creating a gallery wall buying a cute corner desk painting all of that stuff I have gotten to just make my apartment a home for me. So that's been really nice. And yeah, I've done a lot of uh, Zoom dates with friends and trying as best as I can to catch up with people this year. But overall, as I wrap up the good, and this was a really good exercise of just taking the time to stop and say, okay, wait, what were the good things of this year? But overall, like, Nothing is all of one thing. Like you think of the yin and the yang. Like if there's bad, there's good. And so there were good things about 2020. And I'm not saying that it was overall a bad year. <clears throat> I just think that it was a hard year for many of us uh, for many different reasons. But there were also some really beautiful moments in this year that I am really grateful for. So those are some of my goods for 2020. On to the bad of 2020. So this one is probably an obvious one for many people. It's probably on several people's lists. But not being able to travel. Like I had so many trips canceled this year. So early this year, I was supposed to go to a, on a solo trip, a seven-day solo trip all over Europe. I was supposed to fly into Spain I think I was going to do two days in Barcelona, I believe. I can't remember if Madrid was on the list. Then I was going to fly to France and do, no, I was going to go to Italy and do some time in Venice and Rome. And then I was going to go to uh, France and spend some time in Paris. And I was thinking about going to Ireland as well. And this was going to be my first solo trip. I talked a lot about it on my Instagram, just about being afraid of solo travel for such a long time. And I had finally pulled the trigger. I got these amazing tickets. Uh, hotels were very cheap. And I, because it was like off season, like February, March time was off season. And I was so excited, so excited. And then that didn't happen. And I'm I'm grateful because obviously like, Those were, Europe was a a hot spot for a really long time for a lot of Corona at the beginning of this year. So, you know, I'm grateful that I didn't go, but it really sucked. Like that was one big trip I was looking forward to. I was also supposed to go to Kenya in October of this year with a travel group that I was really looking forward to. Uh, I love, all of my life, I have loved giraffes and this trip was going to have us staying at the Giraffe Hotel, which is this hotel in Kenya that basically, I don't know why giraffes come up to this house, but they do. And you can feed giraffes from your window. You can feed them from outside. Like You just spend so much time with giraffes and up close in person and getting super cute pictures from Instagram. And I was super hype about that trip and it did not happen. Hopefully it'll happen next year, but I had to cancel that trip. And then the third one, I was supposed to go to Iceland with this another travel group it's like an all-black travel group and I was supposed to go in November I think yeah I think it was supposed to be the beginning of this month and obviously that one got canceled as well and I was just like yo this is supposed to be my year of travel I put a lot of travel on hold in 2019 because I was trying to get a promotion at my old job so I didn't do a lot I think I went to Disney and that was it for the year So, I was really ready to get my stamps on my passport, and I'm so upset because my passport expires. I gotta write that on my to do list, but my passport expires in January of next year. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have like six stamps. I'm so annoyed. But yeah, not being able to travel and just feeling stuck and trapped has been an extreme negative of this year. And I think I realized how much I use travel as like a coping mechanism and as a getaway. And I'm sure a lot of people do, but when I'm feeling stuck, when I'm feeling like life is lacking some of its luster, I would take a trip, whether it was to Aruba. I went to South Africa back in 2016, which was a beautiful time. And I think not having that escape to be like, you know what? I just want to get away. And it was like, no, sis, you got to sit here and feel your feelings and unpack them. And you can't just go try to go get a passport stamp (laughs) to make yourself feel better. So, yeah, that was definitely a not so great thing about 2020. I'm not going to harp on the bads. I just have one more bad for this year. Another bad was dating this year. And I am trying, I'm having a hard time being able to tell if it's just dating because If dating was just tough because of the pandemic for me, because I wasn't dating, I wasn't really trying to date before, so I really have nothing else to compare it to. Or if dating is just trash in general, um, who knows which one it is. Well, I guess we'll find out when the pandemic passed and I'm still trying to date. But yeah, coming back to Jersey and wanting to start dating and being excited about being in New York and wanting to go to all the brunches and all the things and see all the people and get all the numbers none of that happens. And online dating, as you guys know, because I'm afraid of being kidnapped, is just not really, I don't know. Like, it's just, I don't think it's for me. I'm not writing it off forever and saying that I'll never try it again. But for right now, I'm just like, I don't know that I have the time. And then also the rejection with online dating. Like, getting your hopes up and being like, oh my gosh, I really like this person. Or like, I'm really excited about this person. And then you like either get to know them or they end up not being that great or they don't respond or you get ghosted, like all of that stuff. It was just like, oh my gosh, I was not prepared. So yeah, dating was a bit of the not so great thing about this year. And, um, It's just an area where I continue to have to be like, okay, God, let's, you can get back in the driver's seat now. Like I tried to get in the driver's seat and no me gusta. So your turn. I'll just sit back here in the back and you let me know when we have arrived in Bayland. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, I'm sure some of you guys can relate to dating being really hard this year especially if you were like a super cautious person that didn't really want to meet up with people in person or you were just in a place that didn't have great options. Yeah, dating this year was definitely not that great. I don't want to really belabor the bad parts of this year because you don't want to listen to this podcast and hear a bunch of negative things, um, nor do I want to belabor the the ghetto things. But I think what made this year exceptionally hard, obviously a pandemic like nothing any of us have ever lived through before made 2020 extremely hard. But on top of that, we had a year of just great racial Unrest in America um, with the unjust killing of George Floyd, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, like so much racism this year that just made it hard to, like, I don't know, like as a black person in America, as you're already trying to navigate, like being stuck in the house and all this other stuff going on, it's like, yo, now I'm having to like process all of this racial hatred and unrest in this world. And it was very overwhelming. And I remember it was the weekend, maybe like two weeks after the George Floyd stuff had happened. And I think it was like right when the protests were starting to get really, really bad. And my friends had come to visit for like a girls weekend and we did our best to like keep our minds off of it not talk about it and just have a great time. But I remember like after they left, I just burst out into tears, like just being so overwhelmed with the weight that I was feeling from this year. Um, And yeah, um, I feel like that made it even harder. Like 2020 would have been hard enough with just COVID, but add all of that craziness on top of it, it made it even worse. And then add the fact that it was an election year and we already live in such a um, politically polarized time especially in the United States it was just so much and then on top of that like ad loss on top of that like I processing Kobe like I still can't get over that and um losing Chadwick Boseman and even Alex Trebek and just so many like gut-punching things one after the other, I really do feel like this year just dragged a lot of us. And so some of us are coming to the finish line of this year like, look, I'm just happy I made it here because some of us had some really dark days. I know I was battling anxiety and like mental health definitely was like up and down. And I'm grateful that I had my therapist and friends, but especially like for me living alone, it was a hard freaking year, you guys, it really was. And I don't want to end like on a, on a negative note. So to kind of turn it a little bit positive, like if you, if you are listening to this, you made it, you made it through, I'll say one of the hardest years I've ever seen for us universally. Like I know maybe in the past you've like, oh, I've had a bad year, but other people had great years. Like this in general, I think for like maybe 90% of people was a rough year. And so if you made it to this point and you're listening to this podcast, congratulations. Congratulations for showing up, even if showing up just meant rolling out of bed and turning on your Zoom to get on your work call we have had to navigate so much change in this year and i'm just super proud of you for how you have had to adapt and whether or not you've showed up as your best self whether or not you've had days where you just wrestled with god and with the whole why of why this season has happened and whether or not you know covid has impacted you in in different ways um i know that this year has wreaked havoc on a lot of hearts a lot of lives um, A lot of financial situations, a lot of jobs, family structures, et cetera. Like I know this has been a hard year. And so one thing that I want to encourage you or maybe challenge you to do is to write out your list of the good, the bad, and the ugly of this year. Like maybe you need to grieve some of the bad that happened. Maybe you need to write it down and be like, you know what? This really sucked this year and I'm really glad this is over or this really sucked this year and I'm not over this yet but also writing down some of the good things like, okay, where are the bright spots that have happened in this year? And just sit with God and, and share with him those things. This was a really really therapeutic exercise for me because it helped me to reflect on like, actually, there were some good things that happened this year. Because I think it's easy to just chalk 2020, be like, throw it away. Just, we don't want it. Return to sender. But I'm sure if you think long and hard, you will find small moments or maybe big moments um, that made this year okay year. So definitely just want to encourage you to do that. It's the end of the year. Take time to reflect. Take time to do whatever self-care thing that you need to do. I have been reading a lot of novels and escapism is a real thing, you guys. So for me, getting lost in another person's story, another person's life just helps to take my mind off of like what's going on in, in present day. And we don't know what the future is going to hold, but we do know that no season can last forever. And so I just try to remind myself that like this can't last forever, like it won't last forever. It can't last forever. And so I try to find the small ways um, to see God in my day, to be thankful. Today the sun was shining and I was like, oh my gosh, thank God that it wasn't a cloudy day. So even if this moment has forced us to have to hold on tighter to those small things to be grateful for, then I think that is... And in its own way, um, a gift of 2020. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast, not just this episode, but all 30 episodes. Like I thank you guys so much for your support and for supporting the Shine Bright podcast and for giving me your feedback for rating the podcast. Like I just really, really appreciate you guys. This has been a very therapeutic way for me to process 2020 and to just feel a little bit connected to people so thank you guys so much for rocking with me i hope that you end your year happy and healthy and reflective i hope that 2020 in general is a better year for all of us i pray that whatever god needed to show you in 2020 whatever lesson you needed to learn that you are taking them with you i pray that you find time to wind down you have time off take it and just do whatever you need to do to um, just reflect on this year and to just balance yourself out so thank you again so much for listening to this podcast i look forward to chatting with you guys again at the beginning of season three in 2020 but until then i hope you find reasons to shine bright on purpose until next time